What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Martin, with another episode of Intuitive Minds Podcast. And today's guest, we have actress Monse Hernandez. How are you, Monse? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Good, good. How's your day going so far? And you're in LA, so it's midday over there for you, right? Yeah, it's still it's still pretty pretty early, but it yeah, feels yeah. like so late. It's been yeah. such a day already. Yeah. How, how's your day going? How's it, how's it been? What's going on? Good. I So I every Mondays, I, um, I teach... Uh, oh, okay. at a at a private school so mm-hmm. I was there with my students um mm-hmm. I like rushed back, back mm-hmm. home but uh yeah so far it's been good anytime it's, it's I of, with my students like they they give me so much as tired as I can get like they give me so much energy yeah yeah I think it's the because they rest during the weekend that's what it is and they got that full energy yeah. right that's yeah, and they is. pass yeah. it on to me because I got to keep up with them. So they're middle schoolers. So they oh, have there you go. So much energy. Yeah, there you go. So Mondays are pretty, pretty tough for you sometimes mm-hmm. at times. My Mondays are definitely Mondays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, break down on who Monte Hernandez is and everything. Where Your start, where'd you grow up and everything? Who is Monte Hernandez? So I'm from Texas, Dallas, mm-hmm. Texas, uh, born and raised over there. And I, I started acting over there at three years old, doing like commercials, uh, modeling, and I was even doing voiceover at like three, four years old. Um, and when I was, uh, let's say like nine, mm-hmm. I was uh, part of like the cast of Barney for like the last season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know they had like their set over there. Yeah. Uh, which was fun. So yeah, no, I'm, I'm from Texas. I got my start over there. Mm-hmm. That's about it. <laughs> Is that it? I mean, I yeah. miss the food. I yeah. miss the falls. I do miss. Mm-hmm. I do miss Texas. I, mm-hmm. I do have a love for Texas. Was was the transition tough for you moving from Texas to LA, or was it like were you too young for that portion to understand the, the change up? No, it was it was tricky. It was mm-hmm. tricky um, because it it was just like Texas. Everything is it's a big state, but everything right. is so spread out, mm-hmm. and you know, depending on where you live, like everyone kind of like knows each other. You know, everyone just is there and here like when I when I moved over here it's like this is like a crazy city there's so many people there's so much mm-hmm. going on it's really fast so the transition was was tricky especially because I was so young we we would go back and forth from Texas to LA um like once a year since I was mm-hmm. like nine ten mm-hmm. and then uh we officially moved here when I was 14. Okay so I you, finally got I feel like I f- barely finally got used to this lifestyle yeah yeah it takes a while um, yeah yeah, yeah. LA, LA takes a while because I live in the DMV area, so it's like the Virginia area, the New York area. That oh, area. Okay. So I live in the East Coast, so but I go, I go to New York, LA a lot for photography stuff. So, oh, I nice. live, yeah. So I used to live in both cities, so it's like living mm-hmm. in LA and New York are completely different. One's more fast paced, the other is more laid back. But if you lived in New York first, and then you go to LA, you still kind of have that mentality of fast paced, but then. The more you live in LA, the 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 late more laid back you are. The more mm-hmm. yoga you want to do, the more hikes you <laughs> do, and it's just it's it's yeah. one of those. No, really, like you have. That's the one thing I do love that mm-hmm. wasn't so hard of a transition was you have the beach, you have the mountains, mm-hmm. you have hiking. There's just so much to do, right? and mm-hmm. you can walk everywhere. Yeah. Texas, you gotta really drive, and there's really not much to do. Mm-hmm. Well, at least like in the part where I'm from, like yeah. all there is to do is shop and eat, and. Uh, yeah. Not not much, but here it's like, it's, you know, I think they're both beautiful states, but mm-hmm, there's definitely mm-hmm. a lot more to do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, there's driving as well. Traffic is, is a mess over in LA that too. Is, yeah, that's one thing. You know what? Texas traffic gets equally as bad. I can really? say that. 
Yeah, I can say that with like really? full. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> 405 was was a mess for me. 405 was like one of those I'm like, yeah, I'm not dealing with. So I always used to take <laughs> no. like, I used to take like the off roads, like, like, like the, what was it? Laurel Canyon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, used to take, I used to take those, like the off roads. So try to avoid the highway as much as possible because rush hour starts at like one over there. But yeah, yeah, actually, no going over here, actually, there's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, one <laughs> it's of like, what, three, three thirty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Santa Monica is pretty much packed right now, as I'm pretty sure traffic wise. Oh, but, 100%. Yeah, yeah. But now growing up, obviously, you said Texas, everything, what inspired you growing up, like music wise, movie wise, or people? What inspired you growing up? Um, I want to say, how I was so young when I started and it's all thanks to my mom. My mom's mm-hmm. a very artistic person. She uh, was a ballerina in Mexico. So she's like all about that, you know, lifestyle, you know, like the mm-hmm. fun, you know, creative, doing the most, trying new things. So, and, and my dad, like he used to write and he still draws. Like I, my, mm-hmm. both my parents are very artistic people. Um, so growing up with that and, and my mom, you know, putting me into acting well my mom actually put me in to everything she wanted yeah. to try everything mm-hmm. so, I, so I could find out what what it is I liked and what I wanted to do so she could push me in that you know and I really appreciated that you know mm-hmm. because as a kid I, I mean I did gymnastics I did cheer I did swimming I did uh singing mm-hmm. dancing mm-hmm. like everything so mm-hmm. I like I'm very well-rounded because of that and once I got into acting I was like oh this is it this is what I want to do mm-hmm. this is what I like um and you know, and as I got older and I still, you know, kept doing it and kept up with it, I was like, I, this is so much fun. And then I got to an age where my mom's like, this is a career. This is a right. serious yes. job. Mm-hmm. Do you want to continue? Because it's only going to get harder from here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you don't want to. She's like, you do not have to. And I was like, no, nah, I still want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, she gave me the hard. option. It wasn't ever something mm-hmm. that was like, you have to, you know, like, because I know a lot of people can get that way, especially. Right. In- yeah, yeah. But what, what what drew you to it? Like, what drew you? What was, the, what was the most appealing part about acting? I know it's characters. You get to play all type of characters. Because for me, it, that was the fun part about acting was like playing different characters. You know, I went mm-hmm. to the film academy and then I just enjoyed playing different characters. So yeah. what was that for you? Like, what was. It's, you know, it actually started. It wasn't so much. It wasn't so much like becoming a character um, at the beginning. It wasn't so much becoming a character or, or, you know, memorizing lines. For me, it was just being surrounded, like being on set, being surrounded by such great people. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, because I was always working, like I got really close with, you know, the hairstylists and the photographers. Right. Just like I I got to meet so many different people and got to learn so much from them at a really young age. Like I, I learned things on set that I would have never learned in school, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, definitely. which also made school difficult because I always felt like I was way ahead. And I'm just yeah. like, I have so much energy and I already know what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. You weren't molded. <laughs> you weren't, you weren't molded by school. You're molded by the yeah. actual industry. I, I was molded by creative adults mm-hmm. and that's what really drew me like, I, to it. Like I, I mean, when, I mean, when I was six, I became really close to this one hairstylist who was always at my photo shoots to the point where I was like, Oh, I've seen her do this a million times. I can cut my own hair and I cut my own hair. And to this day, I still cut my own hair. So you avoid that budget. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, like it's so where that, that love started was just like, you know, everyone's so supportive and such good and interesting people. Mm -hmm. I just love being surrounded by just a bunch of creative people and then being like a, 
most of the times I was the only kid on set. Right. So that was cool too, because I just, you know, everyone was just like an older brother and older sister and aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of respect for them. Mm-hmm. And it, it really helped me as. You grew up pretty fast. You're growing up pretty fast in the industry. Yeah. That's what I'm, <laughs> what I'm saying. Cause you, like you said, you, you were pretty much the youngest one on set. Yeah. You know I mean? And so yeah. it, it, there's a lot of things that you probably, what's something you've taken away from since you've been, since you started something you take away that you still take with you, like something you've learned that you take with you. I've never lost the feeling of having fun, even on nights that are like, we have super long shoots or, mm-hmm. or like the environment is so stressful. Like at the end of it, I'm still having so much fun. And, mm-hmm. and I, I always tell my mom, the day I stop having fun is the day, like maybe I, I'm, I'm tired and it's time to like call it quits. Mm-hmm. And, I, and even like, it's such a tough industry. It's, it's so tough even being on set, but like I, I'm always still having so much fun. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. so fun. I and mean, even like the characters I play, like at some point, like, like for example, like Jane or, or one of my other characters from this film that's not out yet, but like they live such crazy, just <laughs> miserable lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even then I'm like just going through this walk with my character and like being in it is just so beautiful. And I'm just having fun, just creating it and, mm-hmm. and exploring and, and that's one thing that I've never lost. And I hope I never do. And I don't think it will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah. Once you've started at a very, very young age, well, like eight or nine, I don't think it's, it's tough to lose that, especially since you, it's, it's a muscle memory. It is. It is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always have fun. Yeah, it's, it's, and then you, since you begin your, your, your career early and everything, how do you prep for a role? What's your process like <laughs> when you first get that script? Um, it's depending on the script depends on how I prepare. Mm-hmm. Uh, some preparation can be very uh, unconventional, which I will keep as a secret between me and my mentor. Because yes, <laughs> I know yes. she's very like... <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But most of the right. times it's reading through it, breaking down the character, seeing what I can add to it, like make it my own, um, getting the lines down mm-hmm. and really staying in my bubble throughout the day. Staying in my bubble um, and taking my time with it, you know, even if I turn it in late, like I never want to turn in any audition um, that's less than my best. I, yeah, I exactly. always give. Yeah, yeah. And that's important. And, and, and there's some times where I read a script and I'm like, I don't think I'm right for this, but I never not try. So I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to record, see what happens. I'm going to prep, record a few times. If I'm not feeling it, I will say, hey, this is not for me. I gave mm-hmm. it a go, but I don't, you know, because if it's not my best mm-hmm. and that hurts me more than, than anything. It's tough to relate to a character when you haven't lived it. Yeah, that's I think what's the trickiest. It's the trickiest. Yeah, that's why I think it's equally as important to experience yeah. life and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. not overwork yourself. Like you still need to experience normal life in order to. Yeah, yeah. I, I I got I got shut down really quick by one of my teachers in, at New York Film Academy. I tried to play a prisoner, and mm-hmm. she was like, he was like, you've never been to prison, so how would you know how they felt that moment? How would you? And I was like, yeah, but it's a character. You know, it's one of the, like, I could relate to the background of his. Yes. It doesn't matter. Yes. You've never been to jail. You don't understand. There's a different correlation. I'm like, I don't know, but because a lot. Like, oh, sorry. I'll try. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, like, but then, like, obviously, you're not going to go to prison for a role. Right, yeah. It's like, you have to find, like, that substitution. Like, where have I been in the time of my life where yeah. I felt like I was in, like, mm-hmm. trapped? Like, exactly. you know, it's not, yeah. it doesn't have to be literal. It doesn't have to be literal. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what I yeah. So. that was my, that was my only issue with him. I was like, he took everything literal. And I'm like, because that's, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I'm like, prison, yeah. 
like what if i'm i can be claustrophobic mm-hmm. i can be in, stuck in a box I, claustrophobic is one of the like I, I made myself be claustrophobic to a point where it was like i i couldn't be in small spaces after a while like i, mm-hmm. I made myself and she was like yeah get out of that try another role i'm like all right whatever yeah <laughs> all right whatever no at the end of the day like it's i think what makes great artists is always trusting your gut right um and obviously like taking direction is very important but when mm-hmm. you have like this gut feeling that something is for you or not working like go for it like listen to it yeah yeah it, 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 it's because it, again it's a school it's new york film academy i feel like when you when it's a one-on-one mentor it's much better because the oh mentor, yeah 100 percent they, they yeah. get to know you more personal on a more personal level as opposed to being in a classroom. The teacher has mm-hmm. to focus on 12 different students and he has to focus on 12 different lifestyles, 12 different yeah. personalities. And no one's style is ever the same. There's no, yeah. like, I feel like a lot of these classes sometimes, like I'm not trying to like, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. like talk bad about other, you know, certain classes. Right, like, there right. are classes I've been to that are, are phenomenal. But at the end of the day, it's like everyone has their own unique style. Everyone perceives and expresses their emotions differently. Mm-hmm. And there's no cookie, like, I don't like this whole cookie cutter, like, you know, making all these actors, like, you have to do this. You have to, like, nobody can tell you how to feel. Yeah. Nobody can tell you how to react. Like, that is up. That's your own interpretation. Exactly. That's what art is. It's subjective. Mm-hmm. 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 Like, you can't go, like, uh, and that's when I learned from one of the teachers when I moved to LA. I, I studied with John Homa, mm-hmm. who pretty much created, who pretty much studied, uh, who pretty much saw Kristen Dunst, Brittany Murphy, all mm-hmm. of these major okay. actors. He was yeah. a great, phenomenal actor. I mean, phenomenal teacher. And that's when I learned, he was like, I tried, I did Denzel Washington's character from Training Day. And he was like, mm-hmm. okay, less Denzel, more you. I'm like, all right. Mm-hmm. And then I, I kept messing up on words. And he was like, no, that's with an S in the end. And he was more technical. He was more tricky mm-hmm. and tricky with it. And then he was like, all right, I want you to try Goodwill Hunting. I was like, Goodwill Hunting. All right, cool. I'll try the Hunter. But I want you to play Robin Williams. And then, but the person across from me was a much more powerful actress. She played Matt Damon's character. Now, Matt Damon's character cries in that movie. Mm-hmm. Not, not the, not Robin Williams. I cried as, a, mm-hmm. as an actor. I'm like, wait, Robin Williams doesn't cry, but something triggered me. Something clicked. And that's when I felt more, and, I, and that's when I was like, okay, one-on-one is much better than like an actual class. Because he brought that student in. He's like, I want you to try this with that, this actress. I want mm-hmm. you to work on this role. And then she was like from Boston. She grew up around rough around the edges. She had like a whole mullet thing. And then she was just rough. And I was like, okay, let me do the therapist thing. But her background made me tear because it made me think of like my background. I was like, wait, why? And the teacher was like, why are you crying? I was like, I don't know. Her background, I don't know what it is. Something about it. And it's just, that's when I realized one-on-one is way better than the classroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like there's certain things you can take from both, mm-hmm. but I, I'm the same. I prefer one-on-one. One-on-one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you played uh, the teenage version of Jane in Jane, <laughs> Jane, the Virgin. Expound yeah. a little bit on, on that, on working on that role. Uh, that one, you know, it was, I was 14, 15 when I did that role. Mm-hmm. And this was like during that transition period for me where I'm like, okay, this is a serious career I had to take this seriously and I was still trying to find my way yeah like still Mm -hmm. find my way around my own preparation and gaining confidence because like I'm like a freshman in high school (laughs) when I got this Mm -hmm. role so I was not only going through a transition in my career but I was going through a transition within myself as an adolescent Mm -hmm. so it was very tricky it was very difficult Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm. um 
talked about my personal life and then career life and balancing it, you know, that was pretty much like, it, it, I mean, it's, it's teenage Jane. There was nothing really heavy about any of my scenes, nothing really um, layered. So mm-hmm. I just, I try to, you know, I noticed that Jane's character, like when she's a teenager, she's very like meek. She's very like, you know, insecure because, you know, if you talk about sex and she's like, no, I'm going to save myself and, right. and all this stuff. And, you know, she's in high school. She's awkward. She feels like the odd one out because she's not like the other girls. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely how I felt in my real life. So I just was myself <laughs> throughout the entire, uh, yeah, like, it's say. always important to be honest and truthful in your work. So I'm like, I don't, there's, you know, if I'm already feeling like Jane, I'm just going to be myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went into set every day, just being Monse and it, yeah. it reflects as Jane, you know, that's crazy. So it was a perfect, it was like perfect match. It was. No, it, it really was. And yeah. I met great people and in that. And um, yeah, no, it was uh, did, wasn't did, hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you learn something from that character that you, that you like, you know what? I can apply this to my real life right now if I wanted to. I don't think I learned anything from Jane per se, but I did learn a lot from my other roles about myself um because you know i was for for jane on jane the virgin like i was playing into my meekness i was playing into my insecurities so there wasn't anything i could like reflect on and be like right but what's you know like i I was just you know playing into what i was already feeling Mm -hmm. so there wasn't any you know changes that i i learned or 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 saw in myself from that Mm -hmm. do you have a favorite technique in acting like mine was meisner for example Mm -hmm. do you have a favorite technique so <laughs> I'm, I, <laughs> I've been working in this industry for so long mm-hmm. and, and stuff like Meisner and, and like, I, 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 I don't, you know, mm, it's all, it, whatever works, works, right? Some actors are like, it. exactly. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's tough to ask, <laughs> it's tough to ask actors, actors and actors. That's why I ask because it's very tough because it depends on the role. I might need to apply yeah. Meisner in this serious role. I might need to apply uh, uh, Slavowski in this role. And I might, you know, Adler on that role, you know, it, it depends, but sometimes you can match those, you can match those uh, techniques together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I'm gonna the, expand my vocabulary in that mm-hmm. sense about, you know, names of techniques and, and yeah, uh, yeah. Well, these are people, these are people like, yeah, Adler, yeah. Sarah, you know, these, these are complete, these are like, you can go on YouTube and like, Mm-hmm. look at their classes and act famous actors is like Meryl Streep, Al Pacino, and all these actors have gone under their wing. You know, they, they you know, mm-hmm. they, they were taught, like, if you've seen the Godfather two, the, the boss in Havana, the, mm-hmm. the, the Cuban guy, he's actually uh, a well-known teacher. Really? His, yeah. His, there's a street named after him on union square in New York. <laughs> wow. Right. He's I, be- I forgot his name, but he has that, he he was he was that like you went to him for acting techniques you went so it's crazy like because new york film academy used to be in union square so his name was yeah. right there so that was the name of the street it was 14th and then that person's name i think it was strasburg strasburg oh yeah 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 strasburg yeah, yeah. there you go strasburg oh. he played the mob the mafia guy and the guy yeah so it's crazy to think stuff so it's like yeah it's 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 amazing you go on youtube and you look these techniques up it's you spend hours and hours and hours you forget time cuz it's so time consuming as well uh-huh. But yeah, yeah no, it's definitely you have to put the work in um, the work I do with um, my <laughs> I always call her my coach, my mentor, but really she's become more of like family. She's like mm-hmm. a friend. Um, it's very 
I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> unreal. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely something that um, I feel like uh, I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I can't I don't explain know. it. I don't know. How to yeah, say. yeah. Uh, outside of outside of what you do, what are some hobbies you like to do? Um, I love singing, writing. I'm actually um, so exciting. Hold on, I'm like fangirling over myself for once. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we're allowed to fangirl over ourselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Self love. Um, I I wrote a film, and uh, the producers of Student Body really loved it and really believed mm-hmm. in it. So. Um, uh, we're making it. <laughs> nice, congrats! Uh, thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. We should be set to um, start shooting, hopefully um, by the end of the year. And I'm just like so, mm-hmm. ah, you mm-hmm. know, like I I've, I've been writing since I was like, I want to say like eleven, like just like songs, mm-hmm. poetry. I think even younger, but like. Uh, all that and like skits and like in mm-hmm. little scripts, you know, because I spent all my life reading them. So mm-hmm. like I kind of just picked up on that and and I never really, you know, I never really thought I'd do anything with my writing so soon. I'm very, very protective of my writing. Like acting right. is one thing, but like writing is so revealing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so intimate. And, and that's why like it's so like oh, I love it so much. So mm-hmm. when uh, you know, when the opportunity you know opened up and and the script was read I was like freaking out and it's so funny how <laughs> I I had this idea for a really long time and every now and then I'd write a page or two but like I never really kind of busy like I never really like finished it right it's just yeah, there. yeah. When I'm free time on when I have like um if I'm feeling creative or if I get an idea like I'll work on it and um, it's so funny because um, my mom and I, like, we're a team. Like, she's the homegirl, <laughs> 100%. And we were having coffee with the producer, Sandra. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom, I remember she she read the script, like, the two pages I had. She's like, this is really good. I'm like, it's two pages. You're just saying that because you're my mom. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you're a liar. Nah. But um, she was like, uh, you should show this to Sandra. Like, and it's not it's not ready and I don't it's like hectic right now and she's like okay so then you know she texting hey like a couple days later like I'm getting coffee with Sandra you should come join us yeah okay so I, I meet up with them and mm-hmm. my mom's like Monza has a script and I'm like Shh. yeah she knows moms always know mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and she's also a creative person so she also is like on top of things and she knows when she you know um and Sandra was like, really? Like, I would love to read it. How many pages do you have? I'm like, five. <laughs> I did not have five. I had like two pages. So uh, that same, she goes, when can you send to me? Tonight. Oh, I'm like, Monza, shut up. <laughs> you know, so that night, like I see, I'm like typing, 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 typing. I tell her the five pages. Then like a couple of days later, she's like, this is really good. This is great. Do you have more? Absolutely. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You can't see, you can't back out now. Yeah. What's that improv? Roll, you can't say no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so I was like, yeah, of course. Like, how much more do you have? 15? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. And again, like in that same day, more pages. Mm. And then she read the 15. She goes, when did you even have this done? Next week. A girl, I'm like, girl, you shut, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but, you know, I'm 72 pages in. <laughs> nice. I, I ended up, you know, I'm like, can you give me like, 
this week or like the weekend or you know like you know she goes no take all the time you need well I got it done like a week and a half Mm -hmm. and she's like this is a really good first draft and right now I'm on like my seventh draft because I just Mm -hmm. you know different you know but um yeah sometimes you know working under pressure is better (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, actors. I feel like a lot of good actors they yeah. write scripts. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, if you it, write it's, a, important. it's important to because not only it helps you write obviously a script, but it helps you when you get a new script. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because uh, I'm not only looking at the script as an actress; I'm looking at it mm-hmm. as a writer. Exactly, exactly. It's like look. It's like when you. It's like. Like I said, going to a film school, and then when you come out of film school, you don't watch films like an audience anymore. You watch films like a director now. You see yeah. little things. You're like, the continuity is not the same in this movie, but the regular, <laughs> the regular eye is like, well, continuity. What's that? And the continuity. Yeah. Did you? He didn't have his pants. He didn't have his pants like that on the last shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And look at that transition. It was, he didn't yawn. On it. it was just like little things like that. But it, it's it's also annoying because sometimes you can't enjoy. Can enjoy it. It. You, can't, you can't enjoy it. You can't enjoy yeah. it. You it's can't. you know that's the i think that's the only downside <laughs> yeah you can't adjust so you kind of have to like take that button off and like it's it's one of those yeah it's but a, yeah i mean it's a movie like enjoy enjoy art, yeah you know you don't yeah mm-hmm. or some now that you especially if you write scripts and you watch a movie you're like you know what i'm gonna go and write some scripts because of this and you start writing ideas down and everything because i'm just now starting to get into scripts like mm-hmm. i downloaded nice. final draft uh-huh. i'm learning on how to like formulate a script like i've i've done like youtube channels and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i've also i heard lost in translation is a good script mm-hmm. to go after oh, it's a beautiful movie it's a it's a beautiful script as well so it's like if you want to learn how to write a script that's it right there you know which mm-hmm. is an amazing thing uh now moving on if your life had a soundtrack which five tracks would you pick <laughs> um okay i have one already there's a song by this band, Mexican rock band, like alt rock band called uh, Ellas Magia. And I love that song. So that's definitely on my top one. Um, I'm like obsessed with that band. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, that one. Um, oh man, this is tough. <laughs> um, <laughs> Me Vale by Mana. Nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of Spanish music. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let me see. A quien le importa, but the version of Alaska Dinamita. Mm-hmm. I need one more. No, no, two more. Um, shoot. Okay, let's see. Um, <laughs> La Chica de Humo by Emmanuel. <laughs> I need to speak an English one. Nice, so, like, nice. people know. It's um, all right. No, no, no. It's all right. <laughs> uh, and, uh, let's see. And the, um, the piano theme song from Pride and Prejudice, just because I love that so much. Mm, this the, nice. those songs always play on like okay. I love it. That's There you go. Hey, it, 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 some people like take their time. It's like, could you go back to that question? Like, I can't think of because it's I throw it out of the blue. It's like uh-huh. I love doing that. But um, now you also you mentioned you did voiceovers as well uh, yes. for many shows on Cartoon Networks, but you also do a voiceover which I was fascinated by. I was like, really? Because I play this video game a lot. League of Legends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that one was a lot of fun. That one was very stressful on the, on the voice, but yeah. it was so much fun. So much I, fun. It's such a beautiful 
beautiful game. I don't know if you've played it and you've done the voiceover, but listen, I've tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so difficult. Like I can props mm. to other people who play it. Like I remember the one time I tried after I voiced my character mm. and it was already out. I'm like, I'm gonna try playing, you know, I'm gonna check this out again. And I got kicked out. Mm-hmm. People are harsh. People yeah. are brutal on that game. Yeah. And it's a very fast paced game very very like you don't know what's going on all these colors are just popping in your eyes like what did i hit him did he hit me what's going on here it's too much for me yeah but but i love the um mm -hmm. the art for it like all the character designs are very creative Mm -hmm. what's the difference between voice doing a voiceover for a video game and a cart for example or cartoon networks for those that aren't they're trying to get into this game yeah it's it's not that different you know you still have to depending on the show you do have to do what's called a voice bank Mm -hmm. and that's where they have like (laughs) a bunch of pages of different sound effects like effort noises running noises and you have to do so for example like i have to explain this on the first line the first um line in the in the page it can say um yelling effort yelling Mm -hmm. sound and they'll start like kind of like easy medium hard so you have to do it at different levels and you have to do that for however many pages they give you of different, just so they have it, you know, like cheering sound, mm-hmm. yays, sighs, you have to do them at three different levels mm-hmm. and they're very time consuming, but um, you do a day to knock those out and then you don't have to like do them again, you know, hopefully you don't have to do them again because <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you can just pull them from your voice bank. Um, and so some shows do that. I know video games for sure do that. Right. Um, but there's not much of a, of a difference, I don't think, unless you're doing mm-hmm. mocap, which I haven't gotten the opportunity to do yet. Uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, very similar. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say it, it, it's probably very similar. But, you know, for, I wanted for the regular audience to know the difference because sometimes there can be a difference, but the difference is very minute. Yeah. Not that yeah. very. It's not that very. Uh, now, upcoming movie, Student Body, you're starring in it named mm-hmm. jane in that as well i feel like that name <laughs> kind of follows yeah. you. i feel like that name kind of follows you around expound a little bit on that movie it's like a slasher film it was mm-hmm. a lot of fun to film um and to watch so i'm excited that's finally out we recorded that back in 2019 so i'm really happy oh, okay okay because <laughs> it seemed like you record it seemed like it, it seemed like it was shot during the pandemic because there was not that many characters involved mm-hmm. so no like, no this- it was it was um shot in 2019 so okay. like a little bit before the pandemic okay. um, but that was like um i know was intentional because mm-hmm. i know um, the director wanted to have the main focal point be the main uh like that crew was it one right, right. Oh, it one two three five <laughs> i have a like a picture in the back of the cast um the main five mm-hmm. uh yeah, it was that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, what, what, that, and it's obviously you mentioned the slasher. What was like? What scene was for you? What's what scene was tough for you to to like? You're like, you know, what, this is going to be a tough scene. How do I do this? Uh-huh. Um, again, you know, it's so funny how characters can enter your life mm-hmm. when you most need them. They're like friends. Um, I was, I had graduated high school, and. I, I was like really going through it. So high school was not a good experience for me. Um, so I was very like, you know, so when I was younger, like real quick, I was like super loud and right. <laughs> uh, outgoing and mm-hmm. I was that kid. And then as I get, you know, as you get older, like, you mm-hmm. know, other kids or even other adults, you know, in school or just, you know, will 
try to like dim your sparkle and, and, you know, tell you like, stop talking so much. You're being too loud. It is. Also, you know, I'm still a person <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. But like I'm not so like, and I still, you know, like most people had a really terrible time in my teenage years. Mm-hmm. Um, so when, when Jane came around, I was like, this is like literally going back to high school. Like, what is this? I just graduated. Like, this is mm-hmm. not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it was such an incredible experience because I got to see how far I've come as a person. Um, so when I auditioned for Jane, like I, so that, so <laughs> before I got Jane, you know, I was really going through it at the beginning of the year, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was like working on myself and being, you know, being more like, I was going back to feeling like myself again. And I was like, I feel good now. Like, you know, high school was terrible, but like, I'm, I'm, I grew so much, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, so when I got the paper for Jane, like the, uh, the audition, I was like, this is like literally going back. Like, this is not cool. <laughs> I love the script. I loved the script. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, okay, let's go back to being high school Monse and let's put ourselves back in that, you know, those shoes. Mm-hmm. And when I booked it and I was on set and, and there's so many long nights, like, you know, at the end of the night, like I just felt so triumphant and just so mm-hmm. proud of my performance and then what I did that, by the end of it, like when I finally had to, when we wrapped, you know, I was crying because I was like, I got to go, like, I'm, I'm, I'm better now. I'm good. I'm in a good right. place. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm confident. And I just got the opportunity to relive the most terrible times of my life. And it was hard, but I got to see like the, like from my perspective, like how much I've grown from that. Right. Yeah. And it reminded me that I could like, that wasn't my forever situation. Like I grew, I was able to move forward. I was able to forgive the people who, who did me wrong. And it, it, you know, it was like character development, you know? Right. Yeah. So putting it all into perspective, like I was just so grateful for Jane. Cause I'm like, that's not who I am anymore. And I got to live it again just to be mm-hmm. like, look, look, look at, look at that. Look how much you, you've grown and, and who you used to be. And that's not exactly. you anymore. Yeah. It was a very beautiful experience. Um, so the, the just being back in that little bit was difficult. Difficult, yeah. But it was like it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I think the the most the actual most difficult thing that I did was I was really set on doing all my own stunts. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. Okay, so a uh, little little Tom Cruise in you. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Like, I want to like, are you sure? There's this one stunt without giving any spoilers away. Mm-hmm. Um, that I was like, I can do it. We show up to the forest where we had to do it. And I was like, why didn't I agree to the stunt double? <laughs> I was like instantly regretting. I'm like, no, no, no. This is this part of the job. So I signed up mm-hmm. for I can do it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. By the end of that night, I was like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did that. So that one was difficult just because it was very scary. Um, but but yeah would you would you do more stunts in the future if you had the chance absolutely yeah (laughs) it was so much fun and like you know i'm so down Mm -hmm. Uh, what's what what was crazy to me is that you played a character named jane that was the fascinating part i was like wait she's reliving jane right now from another jane yeah it was like the two two janes yeah yeah yeah. so one allowed me to kind of just sulk and be yeah. in it for a bit it's healthy mm-hmm. to sometimes mm-hmm. you 
or just allow yourself to feel and accept that where you're at is not good. But it's like, cause it's normal. And then yeah. this Jane Love is like, okay, that's not who you are yeah, anymore. Yeah. So you're definitely growing as an actress because you went from like Barney's to, you know, mm-hmm. to, to teenage Jane to now doing this. Yeah. So it's like the transition. So you're definitely growing as an actress. And now as a director and writer, are you planning on writing any like horror movies in the future or are you what are you set on so the film that you know we're going to be filming uh soon i say soon because this goes by so fast the process Mm -hmm. um is a psychological thriller it's a horror okay there you go so (laughs) my favorite favorite genre of all time i say that in every interview and every Mm -hmm. podcast my favorite genre ever Mm -hmm. it is really (laughs) what are your top five horror movies okay Texas Chainsaw Massacre from the 70s. Nice. Possession, the, the, the eight, like 1982 movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked Sinister. There's something really like about okay. it. I really liked. Um, I love, and so I'm going to save my last two for horror video games because I love indie horror video games. I think they, oh, they so, nailed so, that genre. So you're a gamer pretty much. You're a gamer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Somewhat. So I, I so I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just love it because like the storytelling and mm-hmm. and just the world building, like I think mm-hmm. that genre they've got down, you know, because mm-hmm. they have to really put you like, oh my goodness, like mm-hmm. um what's the um the game that unfortunately never got made, uh The Legend of PT. <laughs> that oh, game okay. is on my top, you know, mm-hmm. and then I think my second one game-wise would have to be hmm. I'm gonna say. Bioshock. It's not like a horror oh, horror movie. Nice. I love Bioshock. Yeah. First one. The first one is yeah. Freaky. The first one was freaky because I feel like they were revolutionizing storytelling at that point. Yeah, they were revolutionizing. I think the new graphics card came out at that point, or the new PS3 or PS4. I think PS4 was the <laughs> one that came out with Bioshock. I'm not sure about like consoles, but I know that game just really like. Yeah, it was it was one of those. Yeah, because I was a gamer for a while, and then I just stopped, and then Uncharted got me back into it. Because oh, my brother loves that game. Yeah, because the the cinematography on it, the way the camera moved and your character was doing jumps, and I was like, yo, what is? Well, the cutscenes felt like like a movie. Yeah, exactly. I love you know, and then I think what I loved so much about Bioshock was that it was just like. Because when you think of horror, you think of like ghosts or mm-hmm. you think of like, but this was like, like this weird apocalyptic, like yeah. vintage, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Like I a was noir like, vintage. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this yeah. is when I was, so I was so obsessed with that game at some point that um, I remember writing an entire, you know, alternate universe fan fiction based on that universe. Mm, nice. Uh, for fun because that's what I did for fun at 13 <laughs> um I was always writing and that's it was awesome. uh, I, I, I want to know where it is like I have to find it because I was really proud of it I'm like oh it's mm. good mm. I'm never I, I'm never like oh wow this is good about any of my writing because that's just a writer thing but that one I'm like even to this day I'm like no I think that was that could right. be like a new avatar like okay. the, the last airbender or the uh, whatever James you're writing Cameron. that could be like yeah James Cameron uh-huh. I could be like the new avatar, you know what I mean? Because because <laughs> what happened with James Cameron is he had, he had written Avatar before Titanic. Mm-hmm. The technology, really? the that. technology wasn't there. The technology was too mm-hmm. expensive yeah. for Avatar at that time. So he was like, "I'm gonna shelf this. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do Titanic instead." So Avatar has, was yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I was like, "Wait, what?" James Cameron. Yeah, he just shelved it, and then once the technology got better and a little cheaper. Uh-huh. It was like, here's Avatar. There's going to be like six Avatars. 
Oh my like, gosh. There's going to be six. Cause when you go to, when you go to IMDb pro and you type in certain actors that are in there, like avatar one, two, three, four, five, six. It goes, yeah. I was like, wait, what is happening here? Is he going to be like, like, like a, like a series, but like, I, I, I'm just trying to like, I don't know his thought process, but like, I'm just like, what, how can you expand that universe even more? Yeah. It's crazy. It's already so grand, and the characters are already like really set. Like, yeah, I, I'm scared know? they're gonna. I'm scared they're gonna do like a Fast and the Furious thing. On oh it, no! Because the first, I did enjoy the first mm-hmm, one. I did. Mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. I was like, whoa! I've never seen this before. Like, it yeah, liked it. But it's crazy to me that he wrote that before Titanic. I was like, whoa, yeah, what? And he just shelved yeah. it. He was like, I'm gonna just show. So maybe, like you said, I need to find my movie, and then maybe it's somewhere in the shelf. Once the technology is perfect, like I'm gonna pull this one and just <laughs> gonna write it. You know. Well, with with how you know, even just video games have been progressing, like graphics yeah. and and just oh my gosh, I feel like it's it's not so far fetched to to write a world like that and get it done. Mm, nope. I mean, budget is the only problem, right? But like, yeah. I mean, technology wise, I feel like we've, we've yeah, the budget is definitely because they were gonna do <laughs> they were gonna do uh, the Last of Us, and I think it cost a hundred million per episode to make. So they were like, yeah, no, it's not happening. Something, something, really? something along those ranges. They were gonna do a that game is also beautiful. Yeah, oh I think I think they're still doing the series. I don't know, but I think it's a okay. live version, not an and I don't know what's going on. Something, but they're gonna make last of us. But from what I remember, is the budget was too much per it was too much per episode. Okay. I gotta I gotta go back and read it, but something along those lines. Yeah. That would yeah. be a great that would be a great series to watch. Oh, it would. It yeah, would. would Even be... I think it, yeah, no, I think it'd work as, as a series because there's so much that goes on. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't want it to have it be condensed. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. A lot of because their characters, remember, Last of Us started when the characters were already developed. Their, their yeah. life was already developed. So there's gonna be like a backstory. So Yeah, I would... and that's what I want to see because like the opening cutscene for for The Last of Us, I was like yeah like i'm sold and also i already care so much about mm-hmm. <laughs> this main character mm-hmm. joel mm-hmm. like have i was you, like have you seen the new uncharted the new movie not yet not yet yeah, yeah i want to see that my yeah. pretty good choices pretty good actors to to pick and that's pretty good so yeah I'm, I'm i'm interested to see how they like like their take on it like mm-hmm. a it's such a set also like video yeah game yeah, it's, like, yeah it's really like you know mm-hmm. Uh, now, towards the end of the podcast, I have these 10 rapid questionnaires that I got. Oh, from I'm the worst at these. Okay, okay. All right. From Inside the Actor Studios, <laughs> as I honor James Lipton. I don't know if you've seen that show, Inside the Actor Studios. No. That's yeah, a great he James Lipton interviews different actors. He interviews mm-hmm. Robert De Niro, Robin Williams, but he's the, he he pretty much has a stack of papers in his table and he's describing each characters that they've played. And he's like, how did you apply this in life? How did you do this in life? So what did you do? Anyway, you got to, you got to watch it. It's, it's one of those. Okay, I'll um, check it out now for sure. Um, the first question is, what is your favorite word? Word? Yeah. <laughs> ironically or unironically? Whichever. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I ironically like the word serendipitous. I think that's the silliest word ever. Serendipitous. I don't like that. <laughs> Like I nice. ironically like that mm-hmm. word. I just think it's so silly. Like, mm-hmm. um, but a word I actually like. Hmm. Oh, are supposed to be rapid questions? Um, it's all right. Translucent. Translucent. I love that word. Nice. What is your least favorite word? Serendipitous. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> what What turns you on in life? nature mm-hmm. 
I love just animals, like birds, like mm-hmm. I, I, you know, like plants. I love plants. Like just going outside and like seeing, mm-hmm. like even like the rain. Like I love good weather. I love bad weather. I don't even count bad weather as bad mm-hmm. weather. Like it's rainy and cloudy. Like I just think it's so beautiful. I just think like Mother Nature is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that. What turned you off in life? Uh, mean people. <laughs> mean, <laughs> toxic, negative people. Uh, people who are just bad, like mean, just for the sake of being mean. Like people mean. who aren't, who who try to, you know, like I said earlier, like dim other people's sparkle and, and try to like tear them down just because they're yeah. unhappy with themselves. Yeah. I hate that. I hate yeah. that. that, that um, that's like a big... Mm. Mm-hmm. What sound or noise do you love? A sound? I like white noise, like, like when you sleep, like you, you know, like you put on the white, it's like, like, shh. <laughs> I oh, love that. Okay. 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 <laughs> so sometimes when you leave your window open, that happens. Like you have that little wind. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah like just like, the, just like anything that's like the sound of silence. That's what I like. Um, okay. It's not quiet. Like it's not unsettling. It's like, there's still like noise, like mm. white noise. I like, you know, wind, wind chimes. Mm. I like nature sounds too. Nature sounds. Mm-hmm. So you love LA then? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, you hear like all the yeah the chirping yeah. sirens of <laughs> yeah. nature here in LA? Uh, <laughs> what uh, <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate? I hate the sounds of fire alarms. Okay. Yeah. In apartments like the, that and um, any like beeping sound that happens in like. Uh, like intervals I don't like that so you'd hate New York <laughs> you know I've only been once yeah. and my experience was pretty great I have not <laughs> been there and I was only there for like two days so I cannot say that but yeah. if that's what happens then sure <laughs> yeah yeah and then you like- said you said mean people too so I'm like oh she might hate New York because they're mean people. They're straight. They're mean people, but they mean well. They mean. They're right. mean, but they mean well. That's what. Yeah. See, for um, me, it's like because I'm from the south. Like mean yeah. is not like oh, like you know, you this. It's very like it's the whole bless your heart vibe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The southern hospitality. What we call it yeah, southern hospitality. Um, what is your favorite curse word? <laughs> I, you know, I'm surprised I have not cursed this entire podcast because I'm the worst when it comes to swearing like mm. i i curse so much but i'm always saying like so uh, are we allowed to curse on this i try not to because like i'm just gonna say i'm gonna be like a little kid just because like i know how i can get i love the f word i say that everything yeah yeah no, you, can curse. you can curse you can curse in this you could say it you could say okay, it. i'll be like i'll be like you know like oh like so fucking, fucking stupid fucking like I say that mm-hmm, way too much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I've said it a few times like in, in, with my students in class and like I'm like oh like yeah and, I tell, and they laugh I'm like hey guys just be cool just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't be lame so you're <laughs> the cool teacher then you're probably the cool teacher then I, I am the cool teacher I'm also the youngest teacher so yes it works uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh what profession other than your own would you like to attempt I would like to be a child psychologist. Mm. I love children. I mean, I work at a school. Like, I love children. Um, and also, like, like, I was really good at psychology when I was in high school. I feel like I've forgotten a lot of it. But that's also helped me with my writing. Um, I would like to be a child psychologist. Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah. like, <laughs> what profession? Yeah. What profession would you not like to do? Uh, marine biology. 
Mm, okay, yeah. I do not like that. the water. I do not. I, lo- I love the sound of water. I love how it looks, but like being in it, like, nah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, now, the last one is if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Your family's waiting for you. Mm-hmm. I've thought about this before. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, any last words you'd like to give to the people? Any shout outs? And where can they follow you on the social? Oh, uh, well, okay, my Instagram and Twitter are both at I am underscore Monse, and that's M-O-N-T-S-E. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel called out. <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it it. yeah no worries um all right guys (laughs) this is another episode of intuitive minds podcast peace